Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Well, we are flipping the service. If you just walked in here, we are starting with a message. Um, we're going to have a little time to appreciate our volunteers and, um, and then have worship. And then we're going to go outside to have an amazing uh, barbecue um, and enjoy each other's company. And so does that sound okay? Yeah. Sounds good. Well, let's pray and then we'll, we'll get going. Father, we thank you so much for being here with us that we get to come here and celebrate you and, and we know that your presence is here. Lord, I just thank you uh, that today we can honor those who week after week give them themselves to serve each other um, in this church. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, who's a volunteer raise, uh, that serves in some ministry at Grace Capital Church? Would you just stand right now? Just stand right now. Hey, I just want to say thank you. Let's give him a big hand. Thank you so much. You can have a seat. You can have a seat. Thank you. Well, the interesting thing about serving is really we serve one another, but the, the reality is when we serve one another, we're serving God. Think about that for a moment. When you serve one another, you're serving God. Well, today we are still jumping back into the book of Proverbs for a second. So if you just take your Bibles, open up to Proverbs uh, chapter 11, and we'll read that verse in a second. Do you understand that there are uh, love languages? If you're married, you might have gone through this course um, called the Five Love Languages. And I want to let you know that these love languages are the way that you and I feel loved. And the reality is it's just not for married couples. It's, the, it's really the way we should function as a church. So uh, there's a love language called um, words of affirmation. How many people love words of affirmation? You feel loved when you get those words of affirmation. Okay, Covey, I'm a words of affirmation guy. If you want to tell me, you know, Pastor Mark, you did awesome today. I, I might give you a hug and maybe a kiss. <laughs> On the cheek, of course. On the cheek, of course. Well, how about, um, how many people, like when you talk or you're watching a movie, you just like to get close or put a hand on somebody else, so physical touch. How many people are physical touch people? There you go. There you go. I want to see who they are because I'm going to go give you a hug after service. Okay, how about this one? Quality time. I just want to spend time with you. I just want to spend quality time, people. Raise your hands. Oh, yes. People are like... I know who you are. Unfortunately, I am not really a great quality time guy, so, but I have to learn to serve you in that way. Okay, how about this one? Uh, receiving gifts. You feel loved if somebody gives you a gift. Raise your hand. Come on now. Not to, not to, hey, we are giving you a gift today with barbecue. So the rest of you guys, you don't appreciate that. But the people who love gifts given are going to be like, I feel loved today. All right. Well, here's the last one. Acts of service. You feel love when somebody serves you. Oh, my. I want to jump and scream from the mountaintops. I told Audrey, I said, that is my, that is my top gift. She goes, Mark, you just want a maid. I said, I said, if you want me to love the maid, yes, I want a maid. No, it's just because that's how I feel loved. 
And each one of us have a love language. And the reality is if, if we can learn what makes people feel loved and we can then respond to that, this is not a marriage message. This is a message on uh, appreciating our volunteers. Do you understand that you belong to a family, family of God? You belong to this tribe called Grace Capital Church. And the way that we serve one another is the way how we have an expression of what God has done for us. Do you, do you realize that we serve because God first served us? He gave his very life to us. He was willing to lay down his life for us. And so we best represent who Jesus is by, by learning to serve one another. We love this family. I want to let you know if you're just coming in here, we flipped our service, so our kids' ministry, uh, we check them in right at service. Also want to let you know that we do have a, uh, a cry room or a, uh, a mom's room right out those doors. So if you feel like, not for you adults, none of you are going to be crying. I'm saying if you have babies and you feel awkward that, oh my, this is a rowdy crowd this morning. Um, that, that you can still watch the service, but yet feel like you can be comfortable with your child. All right, moving along. Proverbs 11, verse 25. Proverbs 11, verse 25 says this. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched. Can you say enriched? And, whoever, and the one who waters will himself be watered. Um, the one who waters will himself be watered. That's kind of a weird expression. You have to kind of go back into the time to think about when was this was written. So um, this was Old Testament times, time of King Solomon who wrote most of Proverbs, not all of it, but most of it. To be watered is they would have wells and to get your water, you would have to go to a well, drop down a bucket, with a rope, and then some of them would have cranks, but some of them would just, like, with a rope, and then you'd, walk, you'd haul up this water. Uh, not too long ago, two years ago, I was actually at the uh, well that was outside the Apostle Paul's house in Turkey. And his well that still existed some 2,000 years later. And um, we, true enough, had to drop a bucket and then crank a thing and allow... Uh, water to come up. So the idea is if you come and you're thirsty, you come to a well, you could easily say, oh, I'm done. I'm going off on my own. And that person has to go through the labor of trying to get their own water. Or, or you can say, let me get that for you. And you put the effort into serving somebody else. So this scripture is saying that, that the one who waters will himself be watered. Another way, in other words, is, is the way you treat others is the way you're going to be treated. And the idea is that we want to serve one another, which so many of you volunteers at Grace Capital Church do every week. But here's the key. It's as you water, as you serve in kids ministry, info hub, uh, cafe, greeters, ushers, Youth ministry, van ministry, church behind the walls, cameras, audio, worship teams. I mean, it's just the list goes on and on. Grounds that as you serve, 
the reality is, is you actually will be enriched and there'll be something that comes back to you. Now, we don't do that for that reason, but there's a gift for you and you realize it because you're the one serving. It's the question becomes is those who aren't serving, what are you missing out on? And I understand that as a church, we have not done the best job. I know so many of you want to serve and you don't know how to engage, how to get plugged in. And, and at the end of the message, we're going to help you um, with that. But Proverbs 11:25 says, whoever brings blessing will be enriched and the one who waters will himself be watered. That's a promise. I understand we come to church on Sunday many times with a busy week. It's like, I need to be refreshed myself by just coming and sitting. Could it be, though, that your refreshing comes by serving? If you haven't tried it, try it. Well, I want you to show you our logo because part of who we are as a church is represented in three rings. If you look at those three rings, if you're married or if you uh, are a fashionista and you are wearing rings, take a look at your rings for a moment. A ring, no beginning, no end. Uh, it represents, and you're married, it represents a commitment. I have two rings on this finger. I'm doubly committed to you, Audra. <laughs> Not just one commitment, doubly committed. And so, so... These commitments then represent three commitments. These three rings represent three commitments. Our commitment, first and foremost, to be Jesus, our commitment to Jesus. That's okay, right? We're a church. It's, we're, we're committed to Jesus Christ, first and foremost. Amen. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Then, then all of you guys can say amen at the same time. That means, amen, amen means I agree. So we are a Jesus-centered church. Amen. Okay, that's great. So the second ring is our commitment to one another. When you come to this church, the Bible is filled with scriptures that say um, these one another scriptures. We're a part of a body, which means that we are interconnected to each other. And as we serve one another is actually we are, it's like serving ourselves almost because we're a part of one body. But we're committed to each other. And then the third one is we're committed to our community in the world. So when you look at our logo, you have to say, that's what that represents. Our commitment to Jesus first and foremost. He's our Lord and Savior. Our commitment to each other in this tribe. And then our commitment to our community and the world. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to Galatians for a moment. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians is in the New Testament. And if you get into 1st and 2nd Corinthians, you'll then keep turning, you'll get to Galatians. If you get to if you get into Philippians, Colossians, you've gone too far. Galatians, Galatians chapter 6. Sorry, Galatians chapter 5. Verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. I'm going to pause there for a moment. 
So when we come to Jesus, we understand, we talked about this last week, by the way, uh, we were talking about some heavy topics last week, and guess what? If you're trying to pursue living the way that Jesus wanted you to live, guess what? After a message like that, you probably were bombarded by the enemy who has given you all kinds of temptation this week. Temptation is not a sin. It's if you follow through on it. And by the way, if you followed through on those things you shouldn't have followed through on, there's grace and forgiveness. But the idea is you get back up and you keep turning your face to Jesus and you say, help me, Lord Jesus, to live righteously before you. But he says, I've come for freedom because the enemy comes to steal, kill, destroy. But Jesus says, I've come to give you life and life in the full. And so when he says, when you come to Jesus and you experience his freedom, don't all of a sudden say, whoo, I'm free. I get to live for myself, meaning live by your flesh. Your flesh is really saying, hey, I want to live to satisfy me. Our flesh will do. Our flesh tends to be um, selfish. Anybody out there that is a little selfish? Guess what? If you're a human, we have uh, that selfish bone in us. We, we want to be selfish because that's our flesh. But he says this instead. Don't use your freedom for the opportunity for flesh, but through love, serve one another. He's saying when you get free in Jesus, what you need to do is begin to serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. How do you love to be loved? Think about your love language. Acts of service. Guess what? I probably should not only look to get served, I should probably look to serve. Quality time. Words of affirmation. Gifts given. Physical touch. You know, we are a huggy church around here. Not everybody is. How many, physical, how many, how many people like touch? Raise your hand again. I, I want you to be aware that there's only about half of you who like that. So the other half don't want to be hugged. I'm just telling you. There, there's just a little bit of etiquette. You, you, you have to, our greeters have been trained in this. You have to, we tell them like, okay, are they looking like they're coming in? They want to go for a hug? Or are they looking like, hey, quickly sneak by because I don't, don't touch me. <laughs> words of affirmation. How many words of affirmation folks are in here again? You like to be like somebody say something positive about you or what you've done. So we spent a lot of time just trying to say, hey, guys, make sh- when you notice somebody doing something amazing, why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them? Because they feel loved. You, you don't do it just to try to create some sort of culture. It's like, Oh, we just got to be super nice to each other. No, as we, we're kind of mandated as followers of Jesus to love one another. Right? Jesus actually told us that. That he says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And he says, because God is love, that we need to love one another. We, we know that we're Christians by our Love. You know you're Christians by our love. So imagine this. Imagine if we have guests that come and join us all the time. Imagine that they would say, we experienced God 
because of how God's people loved each other. How they served each other. You see, when, when our kids, ministry workers, they're not there just to provide babysitting for you to go to service. They're there to give, to really serve you and to serve your kids. To pour the message of Jesus in them. And a real opportunity to, to serve you so you can participate in service and not um, have the distraction of your children. For our greeters, for our cafe, for our info hub, for our ushers. They're there to express God's love by the way they serve you. That's why when you come into this environment and people say, man, I felt God's presence. Yes, God's presence is here. But I believe it's manifested through the way that we get to treat each other. How we love each other. How we serve each other. Now I get it. You don't have to be on one of our serve teams to, uh, to give a words of affirmation or to um, see a trash that's spilling over and you just pick it up and take it to the dumpster. But there's something about doing this together as a team. So if we know that we're Christians by our love and how we show our love to one another is how we serve each other. By the way, why don't you just turn to your neighbor and say, I love you. Oh, that's going to be a little strange for some of you, especially for the ones you don't know who's beside you. Godly love, guys. Guys, guys this is not a dating service. This is, this is godly love here. Holy love. Now, the Bible talks about a holy kiss. I'm, ki I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm just telling you, the Bible does say greet each other with a holy kiss. We're not one of those churches. We, we, we'll, we'll go with the hugs. All right. Now, here's the other one, though. Could you turn to your neighbor and say, I want to serve you? All right. Now, for, for some of you that... Now, the one that was really important was, that is my love language, and I didn't have anybody say that to me. Does somebody want to say that to me? That you, you want? Oh, my word. Yeah, right here. You can say it to me. You'll serve me? And I'll serve you, because that's what we do around here. And you know what? When we love each other, I, man, I just felt like the goosebumps coming all over me when you just said that. It's like, because I felt love. Seriously. Oh, man, Worthy, you got... This really is about you today. It's not about me. Thank you so much. <laughs> but I do, I do love to serve you guys. And this is, this is my act of service to you guys, is being able to prepare all week to, to come up with something that's Jesus-centered, biblically focused, Holy Spirit-inspired, week after week. And that's why Pastor Richie and the worship team does that, to, to bring the presence of God here. That's how we serve the body. But we serve each other in all different ways. And that's why I love this church. You love your church? Yeah. Oh, my word, I love this church. Yeah. Well, I'm mindful that only half of you serve on a serve team. And I, and I do realize that your heart is to say, I want to serve. I do know that. 
Because many times you've said, I filled out this card, but I never got plugged in. And really that's on us. And, and my apologies for those of you who've said, I've wanted to serve and, and, and then you haven't had the opportunity. And we're going to fix that. As you know, that we, we kind of um, have opportunities to do different things throughout the year. So we do baptisms, we do communion, we do life groups. And we realize that maybe if we just kind of lined up with the seasons, you know, we have, can you believe we only have like two more weeks of like summer break? I know, okay. I, we were all feeling good right now. I just put a damp cloth on the, on the moment here. But we're coming into fall. Fall is back into the rhythms and the routines, and then we're, then we're into the W word. See, I'm saving you. I didn't even say the whole word. The W word. And then we go to spring, a little cheery, cheery spring, and then back to summer. All right. So these, these seasons. So we're going to have our, our life group. We'll have a session in the fall. Well, our life groups will kick back off a winter session, usually eight to ten weeks. But what we're also going to do on a regular basis is we're going to have team nights. Every quarter, following our seasons, we're going to have a team night. Our first team night will be September 14th from 6 to 8 o'clock. Some of you I know are going to come right, right from work, and so we're going to have some pizza for you. But at 6.30, we'll go right into our um, all-team night. We'll gather together here. We'll have um, just some inspiration, some little, just a quick little teaching, and then we'll break off into all of our teams. Now, why this is important is because if you're saying, hey, I've wanted to be a greeter. Hey, I've wanted to get involved in kids ministry. Hey, I've wanted to, or I don't feel like I want to check this out. I don't really know what it means. That you come to a team night and, and you get to check it out. Is this the fit? Is this not a fit? And um, you get to be able to say, count me in, or I want to get more training before I commit to this. So it'll give an opportunity for everybody. We'll have one in the fall. We'll have one in the W word and we'll have one in the spring and we'll have possibly one in the summer. And so that will help us and help you get plugged in to serve because there is a place for everybody here at Grace Capital Church. There's a ministry to serve. We have church behind the walls. We have van ministry. We have all these ministries. We have grounds. We have... Um, the flower beds, next, next year we're going to put these all kinds of flowers in these flower beds and just make the place look gorgeous. So there's a room for everybody according to your gifts. But when we learn to serve and we truly are serving out of heart of love, we're actually serving Jesus. We're serving one another, but we're serving God. We're serving Jesus. And so, so I, I want to say first and foremost, thank you. Thank you to our volunteers. You, you guys have been so faithful. We've gone through a lot of transition at Grace Capital Church. But to see those people just like, count me in. I'll just keep serving been amazing. So thank you. And for those of you, I, again, I want to apologize. You've wanted to serve, but we haven't been able to help connect you. We've got a solution. So I look forward to serving with you in the coming months. It's going to be amazing. Um, 
John, if you could grab those two little things out of your office, that would be amazing. Oh, we have them? Oh, they're right here. So I, I thought in a way to, to kind of wrap this section up before we move into a time of, of worship is... Uh, we, want, we, want to, we want to so honor our volunteers that we thought of, our team said, how could we kind of er, on a regular basis honor our volunteers? So, well, uh, Otter, if you come up with me and we're going we're gonna to do a little something here today. And yeah, you can bring those up with you. All right, this is my wife, Audra. Oh, Yeah. She's my babe. She's my honey. All right. Hon. I'm his servant. So, so, so physical touch is not one of her love languages. But, but sometimes I'll, I'll... Well, neither is it mine, but I like to tease her sometimes, put my hand on we her. We don't have just, issues. But. <laughs> okay, moving right along. This, let's, let's go. Okay, let's go. Stick so anyway, stick with it. So, hey, guys, did you get the whole idea of what today is? We're appreciating you, the volunteers, right? Mm-hmm. We also are saying we're going to be appreciating you, those who will step into serving. And we realize that when we serve each other, we're actually serving God, yeah. right? And we understand that we all have love languages. And, and the way that we express our love to one another can be serving. It can be words of affirmation. It could be all those things. And we want to... We want this church, Grace Capital Church, to be one that we honor each other so highly, that we value each person so deeply, that uh, when our guests come through those doors, they'll be like, oh my, I just experienced something like I've never experienced. Well, in a way to honor you and to, uh, we, we have taken all of our volunteers that currently serve and we put your name in a basket. I'm going to have Audrey grab a name. And we're going to grab two names out of this basket. And this is what it is that you will be um, gifted with. Only for a month. Only for a month. But we've decided that we will have a volunteer of the month parking spot for you. Actually, for two of you. And so the, the way that we will kick this off is, is we're going to pick some names. But in the future, we're going to have all of our ministries present names to us and say, this is who I feel like really exemplified the heart of Jesus, to love and go above and beyond to serve each other. And so uh, what a great opportunity. But today we're going to just pick a couple names. And I'm sorry, you have to be here to get the volunteer of the month uh, parking spot. So the first one is, here's my own kid. See, that doesn't work. Hey, what are those rules that you can't, you can't, uh, she doesn't drive anyway, so that's, that's fine. All right. She already gets a front parking spot. I don't think that does, gonna... Tina Greco, she's always in, in the front parking spot. But Tina, I can't use you, Tina. You already have a reserved spot, Tina Greco, so we can't use you. All right. She's not here. She's, she's traveling. She's traveling in Europe. What is this? Oh, Marie Mahegan. Marie. Marie Mahegan. She's... And Abby Warren. Okay. We'll say the name. You're right. That's an inside joke if I say she's not here. And 
really, it's just I didn't want to give you the parking spot. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. Cameron Tessier, he I know he's here. here. Cameron Tessier. Woo! Come on up here, Cameron. Cameron, hey, Cameron. All right. Go, Cam. Cameron, who's on our worship team. Musically talented. Very talented. Stay right up here. Hold up that up. We're going to pick somebody else. Oh, let's make a deal. If you want to actually pay money to get one of these. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Deanna? I don't think she's here today. Deanna Deanna, Monroe. Are you here today, Deanna Monroe? Nope. Okay. What? What are you... Sorry. What was, are you doing? That was, that was another one of our kids. I did oh. not. I didn't even fold these and put them in, guys. I'm Audra, digging. You're rigging I'm digging. It. I'm not. <laughs> Mike Visaki, are you here? Mm-hmm. One of our council members, Mike Visaki. Yeah, Mike Visaki. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you a funny story about Mike Dasaki. Um, so he's one of our council members. And um, so I did his wedding. And he has this great Italian name. And I, I thought, how am I going to remember this? It's like, like Versace, right? Like it's like a Gucci bag and it's the way it's spelled. And so here I am all formal doing his wedding. And I, I said, and who gives this woman, and I botch his name, I, and I'm so sorry, Mike. To this day, it bothers me. It was like Visconti or something. Visconti, way off. Way off. It, was, it was like, like Kawasaki, Visaki. <laughs> I know. We're still friends. We're still friends yeah. today. Well, guys, here's two great volunteers, and this will be you in the coming months, so thank you so much. Hold this up. Did you get a picture, Jorgen? All right, you're good. Thank you so much, guys. You can take this with you. Drop it off on your way out. We'll install those signs for you. You can fight over who gets which spot. (laughs) Well, if the worship team wants to come at this time. Hey, James, can I just have you take this table? So I just, I want to say again, uh, with a heart of gratitude, and I know there's different seasons by the way, I, I want to let you know if, if for some reason the season of life that you're in that you can't serve, I, I get that. Um, whether you're a young mom, whether it's... And there's permission. I, I, I want you to f- understand that. This is not a, hey, if I'm not all in, if not everybody's serving, then... But, but there's a real gift and there's a real blessing to serve. Remember that scripture says that... that those who water will themselves be watered. That there's, a, there's a something that God gives you in return. And, and I want this church to receive God's full blessing. Full blessing. For some of you who are panicking right now and said, wait a second, when are we taking the offering? It's coming, don't worry. <laughs> I know that was the, on the first of your mind, but as somebody's waving their offering envelope at me. Don't worry, we will take the offering. Um, it, will, it will be after a few worship songs and we'll have the opportunity to do that. So today we wanted to, uh, for those of you who like gifts, um, the church wants to give you a gift of, of a good southern barbecue afterwards. And there's a bounce house for the kids, there's volleyball, there's cornhole, um, there's all kinds of fun things. 
before I just turn this over to the worship team, I do want to say this. Um, on the way out today, um, there's probably going to be a film crew here. Well, actually, I know there is because they asked permission. And um, they're um, doing some filming for a motion picture that um, they're going to be doing about a southern preacher. Now, I'm not the southern preacher, um, but one of our members of the church uh, is playing the southern preacher. And so he's going to be greeting uh, people on the way out. So if he's in a suit and tie, does not look like us (laughs) in the sense of how we dress around here. And please, and if you don't mind being on film, you can shake his hand on the way out. If you do not want to be uh, on film, then uh, you can go a different direction um, out the doors. I also do want to say that um, to honor our volunteers, when we dismiss you to get your lunch, can you please uh, let our volunteers to go first uh, as a way to honor them um, as this is their special day? And... Um, and then we'll just, we'll be eating over underneath the, uh, outside the gym there, the canopy that's going over there. Just follow the smoke coming out of the, uh, uh, the barbecue trailer. Church, I just want to let you know that you guys are really special. I look around this room and, and I know some of your stories, not all of them, but I know your heart and your passion to serve Jesus. And you really want to serve him well and you want to serve the body well and, and thank you for that. Every one of us have a past. We have a story. Some days are good days. Some days are bad days. But when we come to a church like this and we say, hey, we're a part of this tribe called Grace Capital and we realize that we, we model the kingdom of God when we serve one another. We love one another and we care for each other. Remember that third circle in our logo is that our commitment one to another. To know that if you're a part of this church that you will be cared for. Not necessarily always by me or by any of your staff, but that's why we have life groups. and We're we're committed to each other. I believe that the Holy Spirit is prompting me just to kind of share with you of how pleased he is with you. That when he looks at this church, he sees people that are genuine. He sees hearts that, not perfect hearts, but hearts that earnestly want to pursue Jesus. And that's what he asks. That we love God with all of our hearts, mind, and strength. And we love each other as we love ourselves. Father, we thank you so much for what an opportunity to come together and to celebrate our volunteers today. Father, we thank you for what an amazing church that this is. What makes it amazing is the hearts of the people 
who come week after week wanting to celebrate you, worship you, and express their deep love by serving each other. Father, we wanted to say thank you for this time that we're going to just be able to enjoy each other's company this afternoon and have fun and play and make new friends. What a great day. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 